0: On paper, you'd think this was going to be one hell of a train wreck, but then you listen and you realize common sense doesn't have a party, an ideology, a stereotype, or a color. Can we be united again? Stick around and we'll prove it. This is Doc and the Block. Welcome everybody to the Doc and the Block podcast. Here we go. go. I'm sitting here with three-time Grammy award-winning Big Block Spencer, my Uh best brother. I'm sitting here with the number one orthopedic surgeon in the world, my brother, Scott Barber. How you doing, Scott? I'm doing awesome. How are you doing? Good. Another Friday. Another Friday, another I day. A, I had a rough week this week. I was on call last weekend, yep. did did five hip fractures on the uh, weekend, and then uh, I was on call on Tuesday and got several more. And you babysitting too this week, wasn't you? Yeah. Well, fortunately, the kid's all are out of town. Oh, so okay. okay. I, I had one for a little while. I had uh, Sydney, yeah. and then she's on okay. a- She's on an acting trip or something down she in Florida. With me, man.
1: Hey, Sydney, where you at, man? Sydney B, you been missing. <laughs> yeah, man. But, yeah, man. This week, man, what we doing, man?
0: Yeah, you know, so Sydney's Sydney's thing. working with Block on on her music career yep. and uh, putting together an album, and she's been MIA for school stuff lately. And yeah, man, you know the boss man is getting, yeah, we gotta getting figure testy. this out, Man, we got to figure this out. <laughs> we had to go to
1: homeschooling or something. What have you been, know, been doing this time? week? I'm working on this album. I'm working on this new Rick Ross album. I'm working on this new album, and I'm thinking what I'm doing for the label. I'm kind of rebuilding hip hop block by block. Why I should go around to different cities and really untapped markets where hip hop don't live. It's like you know, in Atlanta, LA, New York, Miami. You know, you can see you know, all the executives, all the moguls. You can see them in restaurants, and you can see them in, in studios. But I want to go to untapped markets, kind of like. Omaha, um Seattle, places like that, Idaho. You know what I'm saying? Like different flavors where hip hop lives and just it just create something. So I'm doing the album, rebuilding hip hop, block, block, block.
0: I like the way you work block into yeah. all of your projects. Got We've got the Doctor the Block <laughs> podcast, Big Block Spencer yeah. music, yeah. and then the Block you know, you Entertainment. It, block by Block. Yeah. Block house oh. management. It's very know. cool. Yeah.
1: Very clever, too. You know how to operate around your names. You know, what I'm saying? You know how to operate around your names.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so today we're going to talk about honesty. Yeah. So we were discussing our big our big virtues, our big yeah. our big uh, code. You know, we talked about yeah, last cool. week, living by a code mm-hmm. so that you can be happy and successful in life and yeah. that you can be productive in life. And my big three, we were just talking about it: honesty, integrity, and accountability. Yeah. Those are the... Those are the three things I think that I, I personally try and think about when I live my life, you know, and of A bad course, yeah, A of course I don't, I don't live up to it all the time, yeah. but I'm old enough to know and be able to reflect on when I do, the more I live up to those core values, yeah. the better things go for me and for the people around me. And so yeah. I, I work really hard on it. And one of the big things is honesty yeah. and honesty is tough because, We all have times in life when we don't want to be honest because honest makes us accountable. You got to face yourself. You got to face it, and uh, you know when we talk about honesty too. I've been wanting to bring this up: is uh, being honest with yourself is really one of the biggest things. And I remember, uh, you know, we talked about last week. My big Mm -hmm. thing was I was going to be a pro soccer player, and I got to a stage in my life where I was getting pretty high. You know, as I I was recruited to play on the number one team in the nation. Mm and i eventually had to be honest with myself and realize that i just god didn't give me what it takes yeah. to be successful at that next level you know or even that level that i was at it was just sometimes being honest with yourself is the toughest thing right we yeah. lie to ourselves about yeah. things and you know i i always think about this you know you want to encourage your kids and yeah. your family and yourself like you know no dream is unattainable and and, uh, you know, you, know, you yeah, you got to think big and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But sometimes things are not reasonable. Like I'm never going to be able to play in the NBA. You know what I mean? No matter how hard I work, that's just not going to happen. And well, you got to think that you can, though, Scott. You yeah, that's, but you that's got. the thing is like sometimes, <laughs> yeah. though, if you're sitting there not working, yeah. not not putting, oh, yeah. not putting food on the yeah. table and neglecting yeah. your family. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? Well, I'm working on my you know, getting into the NBA because I'm never going to quit. Well, that's, that's counterproductive. Right. And so being honest with yourself is important. And I think, um, I think I'm still trying to learn how do you know when quitting is the right thing to do? And how do you know when quitting is the wrong thing to do? And for most part, the default is. I I I never
1: thought about looking at it that way. Like when is it cool to stop? Believing that you can do exactly, something. Exactly. Because there I are certain it, things. I appreciate that. I never thought about it. Because I never thought about, you know what, if you gotta you know what, myself, I'm not going to be able to do this. Because I wasn't taught that. Yeah. You know what i I was always taught reach for the stars, dream
0: big, push yourself. No, and I still teach you know? that. Yeah, when yeah. I mentor kids and my own kids, I teach that. <laughs> Go for the dreams, think big, don't ever quit, all that yeah. kind of stuff. But it's kind of nuanced. When do you quit? Because there are certain things that are just not reasonable. And I don't know that I know the answer to that. And I kind of think my default position is I'm going for it. But I'm always reassessing and being honest with myself about what the return. You know, same thing. Sydney's got a great voice. I don't know where that came from because it didn't come from (laughs) me. But that's another one. If I was to say, just it took a guy to develop it. I mean, listen, you know, I got access to a three-time Grammy award-winning music producer. I want you to make me a star. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But I can't.
1: (laughs) I can't, yeah, I can't I you the
0: background. Even you don't have that kind of talent. <laughs> come on,
1: man. Nobody nah, can make you know, that work. Uh, but you know, when well, that brings apart you know some of the things that I go by. Like I said, this, said this about Michael Jordan. Like Michael Jordan, he went out as number twenty three. Went out with the last shot, win the game, retired. Boom! He come back being forty five. You know, when the number forty five, and I say that, I say. When I go out, I'm going to go out as, as number 23 i I'm not coming back as number four to five to retire. So it's kind of like,
0: you know, I'm going to go all the way out, win, lose, a draw. But that's that's how I think.
1: You know?
0: Yeah, I, I think about um, everything to me is attainable yep. until I figure out that it isn't Absolutely. attainable. And the way I make those decisions is by being honest with myself. Yep. And I think that's what happened when I was playing soccer was I was <clears> – <throat> It didn't come easy because yeah. I tried everything. Yeah. I mean, I worked out, I trained, I did everything I could to be faster and quicker, and all the things I needed to do. But I was just honest with myself at some point, and sometimes I think back on it like, yeah, could I, I was, have put more yeah. into it? See? Now, but the thing is, I went on to other things. I did mean, you work? Did you work,
1: work? all the way till you just say, "Damn, it was too late." Kind of like, kind of high school. I'm mean, kind of like college kids when they get in, they play four or five years did you go all the way to your fifth or well your fourth and then decide or did you go one or two years and then decided to do something else which way you
0: did i did Uh, three years okay no well i did three years but then i changed over to rugby so i went to a different sport and that was kind of the thing was i put everything i had into So you bowed out then Well, I just no. no, the coach brought me in and he basically said, you've been ineligible all these years and the the team's making a transition. We don't have a spot for you. I'm I'm going, you know, you're old and you don't have experience, so I don't have space for you. And I went, you know, I remember oh, I, left, I left I left the office know? and I was crushed.
1: Yeah, I mean, and then she was that's trying
0: when, to make, make, make better moves.
1: I mean, that yeah, was perfect, but
0: I know? went to the next thing is what I'm saying. Yeah. And the work that I put into being a soccer player translated perfectly into rugby. Yeah. And then I ended up being an You're All-American blessed, rugby man. player. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Core. I
1: mean, See, core, y'all. That's what we talk about core things. And, and honestly, it's, it's part of your core life. Part of the life that we got to you so, know build. And,
0: So that's kind of part of the concept of never quitting, right? You might quit going into the NBA, Mm -hmm. but you're still going to take that energy and put it into your next project. You know what I mean? And the lessons that you learn doing one thing, even if you don't, you know, very few people are going to play in the NBA. I mean, I, I was listening to somebody talking about the irrationality of yeah. people who are like hanging their head on being in the NBA, talking uh, about, I can't remember what it was exactly, but it was like 4,000 college basketball players. And of those 4,000, like, you know, like two, 300, some yeah, shit like Yeah. You know, and then, <laughs> then and, and he goes through this whole process of the yeah. cuts, the cuts, cuts. And he goes, of those people that make it to the NBA, only seven are going to yeah. start. So you're talking about however many people that play basketball for seven jobs. Yeah that only lasts three years on average. So uh, when you put it like that, it pretty much is not going to happen for anybody. And so, you know, not that you don't go for your dreams, but you understand that when certain doors close, God opens a window somewhere else and being honest with yourself is important. You know what I mean? Now, when we carry over honesty, being honest with other people is also important because Mm -hmm. to me, honesty, that's your ID, Mm -hmm. right? That's like, I need, in order for you to get into the, into the, you know, whatever the movie theater, whatever. Yeah. What do you got? This my ID. Yeah. This is who I am. Yeah. And honesty, it's I think your face it's, card. That we call you face card. Exactly. It's the most important thing, yeah. and it builds up. When Absolutely. you are honest, people take note, yeah. and it opens doors for you later on. And I know I was <clears throat> to me one of the biggest times, and I know I shared it last week, but it was really, it was really a profound moment in my life when. uh, I told you I was doing an ACL when Mm -hmm. I was in my fellowship Mm -hmm. and my boss is the Oakland Raiders team doc. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, everybody in the operating room is like, man, he's never let a fellow, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, do an ACL by Mm -hmm. himself. He left to go do something else. And then I'm doing the case and everybody's like, man, you're the best fellow ever. Mm -hmm. And I'm doing the case. And I felt like I made a mistake, an important one, but it crossed my mind. Like nobody would know I made it if I don't say anything, but it might hurt the patient. But even if it did, they wouldn't know it was me. <laughs> right. I mean, it crossed my mind. It's what human beings do. You know? And so when he came back in, he goes, he goes, how's it going? And, uh, and I was like, you know, everybody's like, man, he's so awesome. It's going great. It's the yeah. best thing. And I was like, I think I blew out the back wall, which is basically, yeah. I think I made a mistake. So yeah. he was like, all right, he comes, he goes and washes his hands. He comes in. He's like, all right, let me, let me check. So I hand yeah. over the case to him. He starts looking at it and checking. He goes, nope. It's absolutely perfect. perfect. And he goes, go ahead and finish. And he left. Yep. And then later, we, you know, we operated all day into the night. It was probably like 10 o'clock at night. And he and I are in the locker room yep. getting ready to leave. And he goes, hey, man, I just want to talk to you for a minute. And he says, the thing, you being honest with me today about that ACL where you thought that you made a mistake, but in fact, you didn't. And it was perfect. He goes, now I trust you with anything. He goes, your, your willingness to be honest with me in that situation made me trust you even more. And it opened so many doors. And I just remember like the vision I had about, I was so scared Mm -hmm. about being honest and so concerned about the repercussions it was going to have, right? Like Mm -hmm. he won't let me operate again and you know, all that kind of stuff. And yet it turned out Mm -hmm. to be like, man, I I give you carte blanche to do whatever you want going forward, you know? And it's, it's an important thing. And that's what life is, is like being honest. And, you know, Sydney's got that to a fault. I was talking, you know, Alyssa called me one time. Yeah. I just like, Hey, let's go have dinner at the Korean barbecue. Yeah. And I was in the middle of my workout. And I was yeah. kind of annoyed, like, yeah. man, I, you know, I can't just leave. And so yeah. I hung up and I was like, man, I'm finishing my workout. Yeah. So I got to the end of my workout. So I'm running a little bit late, hop in the shower, Sydney and I get in a car. And my wife calls and she's like, hey, man, where are you guys? We're here already. I was like, oh, yeah, we're driving. And Sydney <laughs> dives right in. We just left the house. We're still in the neighborhood. We better. <laughs> she's tell you. Like, she, yeah, she yeah. did. But, I mean, that's how Sydney is. She doesn't have yeah. a dishonest bone in her body yeah. and she can't lie. Like, when we're helping her with her homework, yeah. if she feels like we're doing too much, she's I can't do it and she'll melt down. Yeah. Like, I can't be dishonest. I can't no. lie. It has to be my own work. And uh, I'm really proud of her. Yeah, that, how do you, you teach
1: know. that? How do you talk you know, how do we teach that to these kids and and, and, and to the youth coming up now? Right. But you know the cold is in the streets, you know. Like we're gonna see the the, the the other side, but the other side is a lot of people don't keep it real like that. A lot of people, you know, they they feel like they feel like if you keep it too honest, like somehow in the hood, nine times well I would say seven out of ten would never get told. You know, some of the things that happen in the hood would never get told. So how do we get, I mean, like, what do we, you know, like, I like mean, the chief, like we were talking yesterday in the gym, we talked about a, about an incident that happened at Discover mom with a 17-year-old football player who got killed. And um, and I'm asking, like, how do y'all really break down? Like, how do y'all, you know, beside the cameras and all that, when y'all start investigating, like, a lot of times maybe the reward money to have people, make, the reward money makes them honest. And I was telling him, I was like, "Yeah, we got to catch these kids at an age or where someone we could teach them what we're teaching on this show. Yeah, you know, the backbones of being honest. Like what? Like what? I mean. So the question is, well, where do we catch these kids to teach them these these moral obligations or the backbone or the foundation?" Of your character to be honest to
0: have integrity so you know stuff like that like where yeah. do we kiss them at so my father used to tell me if mm-hmm. you want to be good at something yep. find somebody who's already good at it and do what they do no no so it's good what we do with the doc and the block podcast yep. is we're going to be bringing on guests you know yep. we have you know we know all kinds of successful Absolutely. people nfl athletes nba players and yep. pro golfers and mma fighters and I business people and all athletes. that yep. you know everything and let them tell their story, and it's like okay, honestly, so so you show, them show exactly you show, show them the way. And in my own in my own experience, you yeah. know, I have experiences in my life where I was honest oh. and it paid off, and when I was dishonest and it didn't, and I look back on my life and all the doors that were open to me, and a lot of it was because oh. it was honesty. And if you can see the big picture, that yeah. it's better for you, it's better for other, it's just better then it makes it easier to do, you know, but being honest in the moment isn't always easy to do. You know, you get, you you know, you put yourself and you do open yourself up to short term accountability, but you know, being accountable is a thing and you're constantly building yourself and we constantly fall short. That's kind of the other thing too, is, you know, if you've catch yourself being dishonest and you say, well, I'm already a dishonest person. So there's no point. That isn't true. Right. When's the first time you had a bet? When you were seventeen years old yeah. and you got to prison, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's never yeah. too late to turn I mean, things around and the to, you know, change. You know, like, like uh, you know, speaking of that, when I first did my
1: bed, um, you know, I you was, know, you, know, you know, you know, like I had a girlfriend when I first went in, right? And I and I was, um, you know, like, you know, like I've always said, like it doesn't have to take the dog to bite me to know he bites. Like, if I see him bite you, I'm not going over there, jumping yeah, over that fence and getting exactly. the ball. So I'm over there about eight, about, about about seven, eight months to my five-year bid. I was like, you know what? Almost everybody here, girlfriend, wife, they don't love them. I'm like, I'm going to beat mine to the punch. I'm just going to just, just just be honest with myself. and like, no way you can do five years. She, she was 16. I was 17. She haven't lived a life yet. Um, you know, just had my first daughter. And um and I'm honest with myself. I was like, um, like I saw the 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 letters getting thinner by other people and I'm starting to see they're not writing no more. I mean, they are people not writing them no more. The people not coming to see them as much when they first got into now. And the guy told me he was doing like he was doing like sixteen years, he came back to the county on another charge, and uh, like a free road charge. He was like you know, you know, back then you know, I was getting letters every day. I was getting visits every weekend. I am just walking around all chippery. He said, "He said, listen, up, son, all that shit gonna change when you go, you know, go down the road." And that's a prison because you go to county yeah, jail first, yep. then you go to prison. Yeah. So I was talking to myself at the time. I said, "You know what?" I called him one day. I said, "Man, listen, we just gonna start this when I get out. If, if there's something when I get out, you know, just go live your life and." When I get out, if, it does, if there's a life for us, we just do that. And that's what I did. I was I'm not going to be in in uh, in prison. worry about what's going on in, in the outside world. Because That's when you lose. When you when you are in there and you start thinking about outside world, that's when you kind of mentally lose it. And I was just honest with myself. I was like, I can just to live a life of this and be selfish. And you know, this is what I did. So I was ma- so I manned up. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <clears throat> you know, the other thing too is uh, honesty is such an important virtue to have, but it's nuanced too. So for example, if my wife ever asked me, my wife would never say that But by (laughs) way of example, does this, does this, uh, does this dress make me look fat? No. Now my anybody who knows my wife, she's very thin, but I'm just saying sometimes, sometimes brutal honesty is not helpful and that's important to understand. Um, uh-huh. you know, the difference, you know what I mean? On things like that. And it's very hard to, you know, say this is time when it's good to be honest. And this is a time when it's good to be dishonest. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think I would ever say that when I watch Sydney, yeah. like Sydney is like, you look ugly. Like dad, that jacket looks oh, ugly. No, see, you know see, what I mean? Down, no. she, 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 she's told. just, yeah, she's straight up. But you know what? I appreciate that yeah. about Sydney yeah. That, and I trust her you know, she's my own daughter. There's nothing I don't trust her with because I know she can't lie. You know what I mean? And that's really the thing that is so important is um, getting people to understand who you are as a person. I remember when I was uh, in the, and my father used to teach me, you treat everybody the same. My, my, my father and my grandfather were just huge about, you know, human beings are all the same. We're all the same. We all have yeah. flaws and we all have, you know, virtues and we all have talents and we mm-hmm. all, You know, and we're all struggling, you know, and my dad's used to say it. My grandfather used to say, you treat every single person you see with respect because respect isn't about, isn't about them. It's about you. So like when you show somebody else respect, it's not so much for them. That's just showing who you are, that you're a respectful person. Um, And, uh, you know, that's kind of like how I tried to uh, pattern my life and, You know, this honesty thing is important. And so when I was at the University of Miami and and before medical school, anybody I came across, I don't care if it was the janitor, secretary or whatever. And I I was a nobody too. I mean, I was just a student, but I would take the time to show them respect. And, you know, what does respect look like? Well, I would talk, how is your weekend? How you have family, tell me about your kids, you know, and get to know these people because I I was trying to build my own character up in the eyes of other people that I'm a respectful person and showing respect to other people. They think, wow, that when they see me, it's like, wow, that guy, you know, he's a good guy. He's respectful of other people. And it, and it, Affected my character and how people perceive me. So then I go to University of Miami and I, you know, I worked there for five mm-hmm. years as a resident doing my orthopedic surgery residency. And then I was uh, doing some media stuff. I was like on the news and things like that uh, about medicine. And um, I had some hit. I actually, I think it was Fox News. Actually, I mm-hmm. had, I had uh, something I was doing on there. And there's a comment section where people see what you said. <laughs> And they write comments on there. So I was kind of reading the comments and there was somebody who said, um, I, uh, you know, I remember that guy, meaning talking about me. I remember that guy when he was at the university of Miami, Mm -hmm. he was a real hard worker and he treated everybody the same. Like, and I remember thinking to myself, like, wow, if somebody who's obviously not a close friend of mine, but an acquaintance, an observer. And in one sentence they say that I treated everybody the same and that I was a hard worker. And I was like, okay, well that's, that's not a bad thing to have people recognize you yeah. as, you know what I mean? And part of that, treating people the same and, and being uh, respectful of people is to be honest, you know? So, so you think you were self-taught that? No, absolutely not. So how can we teach these kids that the big time was that? <clears throat> then how can we? You, you show know, them, them, you know, you think of a time when you were dishonest and, uh, you know, and it didn't work out. And, um, you think of a time when you were honest and, uh, you know, like we were talking the other day, listen, I'm no saint here. Yeah, <laughs> I on. got, but I just don't remember. <laughs> <Everybody> <laughs> I don't remember. Sober, baby. Well, I Everybody don't remember my, sober. I don't remember too many yeah. of my dishonest stories, yeah. but I remember, I remember all the stories of my life when I was honest, yeah. you know what I mean? But that is by no means to say I didn't have, yeah. you know, my failures and yeah. my things I'm really quite ashamed of. You know, we all have that kind of stuff. Yeah, we got
1: that today with that, man. We're going to be fine
0: And we're going to be working on that and working on yourself. You know, you, you and I have talked about this before, right? Mm -hmm. When you start, when you have kids, right. You look in the mirror and you're just like, man, I got to raise my game. I'm not a good enough person to be raising another human being because I'm so flawed. And that in a way makes you be a better person. You know, you start evaluating everything that you do um, and you try to be a better person and I'm still failing with it. You know, for me, it's like, I have a temper, you know what I mean? And, and and I wish I could control that temper better. And I'm way better now just cause I'm older, but well, well,
1: well actually you can. It's a way of, if I don't like, like I was taught talk, talk like this, all my bad flaws. If I don't conquer them, I pass them on to my kids. Yep. Exactly. So, I, so, so I try every day to not have an attitude. I try every day to think before I speak. I try every day. I mean, just being honest with myself. I, like you know, like you said, we see our flaws every day, and we know what we do wrong. We know, you know, I'm so saying we, know we what, what we can work on. But every day, I try to. If I see something that I, that, that, that totally have me by the throat, I try to work on that. And mentally, I think if I don't, I pass it on to my generation, to my next generation. So that's how you can stop that. So
0: that's if actually you don't let me sit and go have it. You know, what I'm saying? so that's kind of the other thing too is, <laughs> yeah. um, you know. That's, you know Re, like learning about how to be successful in life, yeah. man, there's been a lot of people that come before us. You know, this world has been around for a long, long time yeah. and people figured out stuff. It's just, we don't know what it is, yeah. but if you take the time when you're young to be respectful and honest with yourself, yeah. you know, my mother used to say, when you're young, you know, do less talking and more listening. Yeah, you got to listen, man. And, I'll give you
1: two ears and one mouth.
0: Yeah. And, and so I, and I still try to listen. Yeah. I still know the value of listening. And, um, you know, a lot of people have made the comment that in order to be the person that you want to be, you wake up every day yep. and you imagine the person that you want to be. What does that person look like? They're, you know, honest, they have integrity, mm-hmm. they have accountability and then be that person. You know what I mean? So for me, when I'm in the midst of a terrible situation right. and I'm not, you know, I already know I'm having emotions and mm-hmm. I'm not going to be at my best and I want to lash out and stuff like that. I'll say to myself, my, I can hear my dad and my grandfather Tough times don't test your character, they reveal your character. And so I'm always saying to myself, how do I want to be revealed right now? And sometimes I, like that. I reveal myself in a way that I regret, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I but it helps me deal with the situation in the moment a lot better because I'm thinking you're mad right now, you want to mm-hmm. behave a certain way right now, you're upset right mm-hmm. now, but you know how you're gonna to feel tomorrow. So how do you want people to see you? And then it makes me make yeah. better decisions about, you know, how to behave. And I still you know, have issues. I was at the operating room last night and dealing with the bureaucracy there and I was getting frustrated and you know, I was I, kinda yeah. like, come on, man, let's go <laughs> with these cases. And uh, you know, that's complicated. <laughs> yeah. Dealing with the operating room yep. and you and listen, lack of sleep makes you tired. If, yeah. I mean So what I do lack man, of
1: sleep makes you crazy. Yeah, yeah. Is you know so so what I do, I kinda take, you know, like a page that's your book. Um like I had me a mentor and and uh, he's Mark, Mark, Martin Luther King Jr. And I listen to him, his speeches. That that is there is I, like I listen to him almost every other day for mentorship, and I still study him. It's kind of like you know, like you say, find somebody that did it well and just follow their trail. So
0: if you ever read Martin Luther King's letter from a Birmingham address, yeah, but I don't know it by heart. No, I, me neither. Of okay, course, okay. but I go back and I read it often okay. because here's a guy that was. um, so wronged, right? We've all been wronged, Absolutely, right? You're just yeah. like, man, I can't believe I'm being treated this way. Like when I was in the operating room last night, they were wronging me. But Martin Luther King was wrong. They threw this man in prison mm-hmm. and he wrote the letter from the Birmingham address. It is the most articulate, erudite, meaning smart, high-level thinking, mm-hmm. rational- and I'm just thinking if they'd have done that to me, I'd be bouncing off the yeah. walls, screaming, nah. pounding, banging my head on the wall. And I, that was like really a greatness mm. that he had was yeah. the ability to suppress his feelings and still make a loving focus. He was focused, man. He knew what he wanted to do, he but it was he never wanted. angry. It was yeah. just, it was intellectual yeah. is the way I would say it. It was just a very smart. And, and you know, it appealed to your emotions. Yeah. Like, man, this is just so wrong. What yeah. is happening to this guy? And here it is, you know, however many years later, this guy is 60, yep. 70 years later, and yep. maybe not 50 years later. Oh, what? Yeah, what, what that was in the 60s. About, yeah. So, yeah, you're right. yeah, so 20, yeah, about
1: 60 years.
0: 60 years ago. And I still think about it and know about it. And I'm, mm. you know, so disconnected from that. Yeah. I was barely, I was born right around the time, you yeah, know, yeah, he was coming him, around.
1: Like I say, two, three times a week, I listen to him. and I kind of like, you know, like I say, I follow his trail. And that keeps me being honest, to keep me from really, you know, to keep my face card going, you know?
0: You know, the other thing, too, that we see these days is um, a lot of times when people have a lot of great qualities, yeah. great advice, the people that don't want you to hear that, yeah. they, they attack the person. Well, they're not perfect. And I'm then gonna, they point I, out I, their I, flaws. I'll never like, be perfect.
1: I mean, I'll be the first to tell you. I'm not going to be honest. I would never be perfect.
0: No, of course. Do I strive? Yes, but I would never be perfect. But that doesn't mean that what we're saying has any less value, right? Like just because I I can say be honest and then I won't Mm -hmm. be honest, that doesn't make being honest wrong. Mm -hmm. That makes me a human being and a flawed human being, which other than <laughs> Jesus, everybody is. And that's kind of the thing is. <laughs> well, but if that's going to be the measure, everybody's a hypocrite. You know what I mean? Because nobody's perfect. And <laughs> you looked- get on the trail. If, if, listen, if you're on the trail
1: of righteousness, if you're on the trail mm-hmm. of trying to be honest, if you're on the trail of that, at least you are <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You know, you can't be flawed enough to not say it. The, the no, story. but the point I'm
0: trying to say Thank is you. don't don't yeah, just kidding. discount what people say yeah, yeah, because or what not, people who, did who, who they, yeah. because uh, because they're flawed human beings, and we see that happening all over the place these days, where they're trying to take yeah. you know famous important people from history and saying, ah, oh, don't don't re- don't don't respect the things that they accomplished in their life because they have flawed characters. I yes. mean, that's just foolishness, and it's not going to lead. Us to a better, successful life, right? You need to understand what works and what doesn't, and in order to be successful in life, striving every day, man.
1: Striving to be the best, striving to be the having that's that's what works, man. You gotta you gotta be honest with yourself and strive to be the best, yeah, Scott. So at the end of the day, man, like you know, like I just hope people, man, that's really listening, they're really following the doc and the block. You know what I'm saying? The time was, I wish I really, really get what we trying to go here. You know what I'm saying? You know, st- stay on all 10, like the hood say. stand on all 10. You know, keep your face cut, clean. You know what I'm saying? Just be honest with yourself. Because I teach my kids. Because so, at the end of the day, man, one of the things I want all my kids and my generation to come when they see Papa Block on on the big picture in the mansion is all about standing, standing 10 toes, being honest with yourself. You know what I'm saying? That's what I want to understand about me.
0: Yeah. The purpose of the Doc in the Block podcast and our Big Timers Foundation is our desire to really pass along what we've learned, right, about being successful in life. um, How important, you know, today was about honesty, but we really want to talk about a a strategy for being successful in life. And I hope you guys got something out of today's conversation about honesty. Hit us up at uh dockintheblock.com for more information. Hit us up on social media. Oh. Next week we're gonna be talking about respect.
1: R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Respect, baby.
0: I appreciate that. See you next time, block. Have a good one. Well, love.